Hi, I'm Randy Weddle. I'm your host for Creation Anew. I pastor two churches in Indiana, Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I also pastor Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And this podcast is designed to challenge both believers in Jesus Christ and those who don't believe. I want to challenge believers to grow in their faith. And I want to challenge non-believers to take a serious look at the Bible. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here with Creation Anew. I'm so glad that you're uh, you're with me today. Um, we are going through um, some questions that people have asked about the Bible or things of the Bible and maybe even some things that aren't really mentioned in the Bible. And we're going to continue to do that today. And the question that we have um, today is concerning dinosaurs and the Ice Age. So I'm going to just tell you right off the bat, I am no expert in in dinosaurs. I mean, I, I've I've seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's that's about the extent of my expertise on this. But I do know that we have we have found uh, dinosaur bones, and and I've seen them in museums. I have seen them, you know, in in that respect. But um, I don't know much about dinosaurs. I know that they were large kind of like reptilian uh, creatures that I'm uh, I'm so glad are not necessarily in existence today. And if they are in existence in heaven, which I can imagine they would be, um, they are going to be the most lovable creatures ever. But on earth, on a fallen earth, um, I, I really am, am thankful that I don't live in the day of dinosaurs. Now, in all seriousness, the question here is about, you know, neither dinosaurs nor the Ice Age, which we'll get to the Ice Age here in just a moment, neither is really mentioned in the Bible. At least that's what this uh, person is, is saying. And so they're asking why. Why are dinosaurs um, and the Ice Age, uh, why is neither one mentioned in the Bible. Well, let's go right into it. Um, I personally am convinced that the Bible does mention dinosaurs. Now, where we get this is from Genesis chapter 1, and I want to read verses 20, 21, and 24. Listen to these verses. Then God said, Let the waters teem with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens. God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarmed after their kind, and every winged bird after its kind, and God saw that it was good. And this is uh, Genesis 1.24 right here. 
Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after their kind. And it was so. So where in the world am I getting dinosaurs in here? Well, we have to believe, because Scripture says that God made all things, we have to believe that dinosaurs are mentioned in these creatures. Now, where am I getting that God created all things? Well, in Colossians 1, 16, talking about Jesus, it says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. So we know that Jesus created all things. That's what the Bible says, and that's what, that's what Christians believe. So if we go back to Genesis chapter 1, verses 20, 21, and 24, we have to say that dinosaurs would fit in to this creation. When it says that God said, let the waters team with swarms of living creatures. Well, any dinosaur then that was in, that was a sea creature, well, that would fit in that category. And let the birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens. Well, a pterodactyl is a dinosaur, and and uh, but there is a bird type structure <laughs> in there. So when God said, let the birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens, I would say that the flying dinosaurs would be in that category. And when it says that God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves, well, there were great sea monsters, and if those included dinosaurs, then by golly, there are dinosaurs. And every living creature that moves, well, that pretty much leaves everything else. You see, when, when the Bible discusses creation, it doesn't go through absolutely every single living creature. And in the same way that we would take a look and say, okay, God created uh, flies. Why? I don't know. Okay? <laughs> I don't understand that, but God created flies. We see flies today, and we can easily say, God created flies. Now, flies aren't necessarily mentioned in the creation account, but they're, they're there they're 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 implied and in the same way dinosaurs are also implied in scripture now the reason why we can say that dinosaurs existed goes back to going to a museum and seeing the bones of dinosaurs of these great creatures and you know to to sit there and deny that dinosaurs existed would be silly right? Absolutely. So, 
the Bible doesn't necessarily mention dinosaurs, but it also doesn't mention flies. I mean, as, as far as in the creation account. Now, some people may say, well, uh, what, about, uh, what about behemoth? You know, the Bible talks about behemoth in Job 40.15, and, and it talks about Leviathan in Job 41.1. You're right, it does. But I am not convinced that either behemoth or Leviathan really deal with dinosaurs in the way that we think of dinosaurs today. Behemoth translates into a water horse. Now, another name for water horse would be the hippopotamus. So behemoth, and that, that's an accurate term, behemoth uh, would be a large creature, but not a dinosaur in the way we think of, like, you know, Jurassic Park. Now, with Leviathan, Leviathan comes closer to a dinosaur because it really translates more into crocodile. And we certainly have crocodiles today, and you could even say that they're dinosaurs. <laughs> and I, I, I'm chuckling because um, I, I am not a big fan of large reptiles. I'm not necessarily afraid of snakes as much as I am the reptiles that can, you know, that can catch you and, and make you lunch. <laughs> Those? It's a different story, and crocodiles fit in that category. Well, crocodiles are, are they're like a living example of a dinosaur. Now, they're not the, the big dinosaurs that we think of. You know, if we watched Jurassic Park, we probably wouldn't have gotten excited if we, if there was, you know, if it was filled with nothing but crocodiles. We want to see the T-Rexes and, and such like that, right? But Leviathan deals more with, or translates more into crocodile rather than dinosaur in the way that we think of a dinosaur. So, even those words are not necessarily pointing to a dinosaur although Leviathan comes closer than Behemoth. All right. Well, I hope that answers the questions there. Uh, we do have evidence of the existence of dinosaurs because we have their remains, right? We have their bones. So we have to classify them. We have to classify dinosaurs into that category of the creation that God made. So even though the Bible doesn't explicitly mention it, it implicitly, it implies the existence of dinosaurs. All right, now the next part of this question deals with the Ice Age. And um, the person that asked the question said, you know, that, that the Bible doesn't mention the Ice Age. Okay, well, um, as far as I know, it doesn't. Um, and again, I want to say that I'm no expert on the Ice Age. I don't even play an expert on TV about the Ice Age. Uh, and a clear definition is that the Ice Age, and I looked this up, okay, uh, a clear definition on the Ice Age was it, it was a time that the Earth was covered in more ice than it is right now. 
Now, that may sound very, very obvious, okay? But it was a time when there was more ice on the Earth. So, we do have evidence of more ice being on the Earth. Now, let me give you an example here. Uh, you'll probably figure it out before I actually mention it. The example that I have is uh, in Indiana. In Indiana, I am from southern Indiana. My wife is from northern Indiana. I talk funny, and she corrects the way I talk. Okay, that's how it works. <laughs> in southern Indiana, I grew up with hills. Okay, the hills of Brown County, Indiana. Uh, the hills of, of uh, Monroe County, Indiana. Uh, I grew up with hills. That was just the way it was. Um, I didn't know anything else besides hills. And then I meet my my wife before we're married, and we go up to visit her family in northern Indiana. And guess what? If you get north of, like, Interstate 70, there is... Uh, the, the, there's just nothing but flatland. It gets really flat in northern Indiana. Well, this gives us an indication of the Ice Age. How so? <laughs> well, glaciers, glaciers came down from the north, probably something sent by people from Michigan. That's my guess. <laughs> but glaciers came from the north, and they made their way into... Indiana, and they stopped at a certain point. They stopped in central Indiana. And that's why in northern Indiana, the land is flat, or at least more flat, than it is in southern Indiana. Well, I mention that because that's evidence of glaciers. That's, an, that's evidence that there was an ice age, or there was a time period when there was more ice here in Indiana than there is currently. Well, there's your evidence for an ice age. Now, the absence of an ice age, in other words, the reason why, I mean, it not being mentioned in the Bible does not really bring in the question the possibility of an ice age. So just because the Bible doesn't mention an ice age, it doesn't mean that it didn't exist. The Bible also doesn't mention the invention of the car. But it happened, right? Yeah. Just because the Bible doesn't say something, um, it doesn't record or give an account for every single thing that happened on the earth, doesn't mean that it didn't happen. So we have to be careful with that. So, just like we wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't question the existence of Napoleon... The Bible doesn't mention Napoleon. The Bible doesn't mention George Washington, but we don't doubt that he existed. Well, the Ice Age existed in the same way that dinosaurs existed, the same way that George Washington existed. It's because we can see evidence of that existence. So that verifies the existence of stuff. Alrighty? So, just because the Bible doesn't mention something, doesn't mean that it didn't happen. And it also, uh, 
the the absence of something in Scripture doesn't mean that the Bible is trying to ignore it or that the Bible is saying that it doesn't exist. So in the case of the Ice Age, we can just simply look at the evidence of, more, of a time period when there was more ice covering the Earth. So there's your question about the Ice Age. Now, why was it left out of the Bible? Eh, it's probably the same answer as why... Why were flies left out <laughs> of, of the creation account? Or, you know, why doesn't the Bible mention something about, about George Washington? Now, I will say, I do think the Bible does mention Napoleon. Just maybe not specifically. But that's for another day. Just because these things are not in the Bible doesn't mean that they weren't real. Alrighty? And as believers... It's okay to observe the natural world. It's okay to look and to say, Oh, here are the way things are because I see it. Whenever I go outside uh, in the summertime in Indiana, I see green grass. Um, okay, and I see blue skies. Well, um, that's part of the natural world. You can take a look. You're not, you're not insulting Scripture by looking at your natural, wor your natural world and saying, Oh, here is... Here is how things are running. Okay? So I hope that helps. I hope that doesn't uh, do anything but clarify and, and not confuse. <laughs> but uh, that's all I have for today, guys. I want to thank you for joining me in these little excursions. And um, we'll, we'll plan to do some more uh, for the rest of this week. And then we'll move on to something else. Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting and if you are are thinking about supporting this ministry uh, I would encourage you number one to pray for us uh, number two that uh, if you want to help us grow subscribe to this podcast uh, follow this podcast tell others about this podcast and we can grow and do more stuff like this if you do not have a home church. I would invite you to two churches in Indiana, and these are two churches um, of which I am the pastor. <laughs> um, the first one is Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located at 5830 West Hurt Road, Monrovia, Indiana, 46157. Now, our service times start at 10 o'clock in the morning, and you will find people who will love you, and you'll also find biblical teaching. Mount Pleasant Christian Church of Hall is an independent church. We are not part of any denomination. The second church, well, let me start, let me go back to Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant's service times start at 10 o'clock in the morning on Sundays. If you like to get up later in the day, I would encourage you to come over and visit Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana. The address is 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46158. And our service times start at 1115. And guess what? You're going to find biblical teaching there, and you're going to find people who will love you. So guys, if you do not have a home church, know that you are welcome to visit us. So if you live in the central or west central Indiana area, please uh, consider those two churches. Guys, until next time, bye-bye.